You're listening to Irish Radio Canada from abroad and Ryan McMullen is an emerging artist coming out of uh, Northern Ireland and uh, was showcasing at Folk Alliance International in New Orleans this year and I have the pleasure here sitting beside Ryan. Ryan, thanks a million first of all for having a chat with us. A little bit about yourself because I, 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 the great thing about Folk Alliance is that it allows someone like me who has emigrated a long time ago to find out about what's new, what's coming up, new people mm. like yourself. Who are you? Uh, so I guess my story's kind of strange where I didn't really have any intention to sort of be involved in music. Right. <clears throat> I mean, it was always a passion and I would have played in the pubs and all that, but, you know, I was first and foremost into sports and, you know, I went to university and did a degree in uh, civil engineering. Okay. And just music seemed to constantly present opportunities for me and then it kind of got to a point where I basically had to just give it a chance it was like all these opportunities keep happening I should just give it a go and see where it goes and then if it goes nowhere I've always got the degree to fall back on and stuff Indeed. Uh, and then it just went from strength to strength I got on a support tour with uh, Foy Vance around Europe and the UK which led to a support tour with uh, Ed Sheeran around Europe and the UK and right kept leading on to new things and so much so as to be I toured the world with Snow Patrol last year and right. yeah it just keeps going strength to strength so when you're in contact with guys like Ed Sheeran Snow Patrol who have a, a <coughs> an audience and an established name does that get your adrenaline going from a creative perspective does that in a, in a way motivate you to kind of hone your own skills a bit more yeah for sure um, the, the biggest thing about the tours of them uh Acts was they they have their bubble, you know, the world that they're creating. Yes. And to be on the road with them was great, but you were a part of their bubble, and it it really gave me the desire to want my own, and to you know keep growing as myself and not just join in with these wonderful huge established artists. Right. To try and work to be one. And when you're touring with an Ed Sheeran or, or a Snow Patrol, as you say, you're in a bubble. Does that cut you off in a way from some of the real world? Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, if you walk in anywhere beside Ed Sheeran or Snow Patrol, you'll yeah. get, you know, the, the the wonderful attention that they would get. <coughs> then you could go back there a week later without the same company, and it wouldn't be the same. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but the great thing is, is that especially with people like Ed and Snow Patrol and Foy and all of them. Is they're great humans and very welcoming and very uh, down to earth. There's no, there's no egos there, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, it's, it's wonderful to cheer with them. But it is, it shows you the work that they put in in order to, to, to get, get there. to where they are. Yeah, yeah. Because oftentimes there's a, a lack of understanding when someone stands in a crowd and listens to the amount of preparation, work, creativity yeah. that's gone into that. Yeah. So while you mentioned, yes, you've got your civil engineering degree and. Um, you uh, have something to fall back on. Um, was there music in the family growing up? There, there was interesting music. My mum's a really an amazing singer, and my dad always had a huge interest in music. But he kind of took more charge whenever I decided to. I wanted to learn guitar. He learned yeah. it uh, just before me, just so if I ever get stuck, he knew what to do. And okay. I wanted to play in the bars, so he started playing in the bars, and right. then I would come along and. Um, but there's always been an interest in music, and you know yourself, Ireland, it's hard to go in their house without an instrument, you know. 
it's, e- it's easier to find it's harder to find a, a house without an instrument than it is with one well, true, yeah. true which makes it an interesting dynamic in many ways because there's such a wealth of music in Ireland mm. to actually come out of that and to establish yourself is nearly harder despite it being such a small pool yeah I think I actually don't even think it's as hard as it, it seems because I remember at the start thinking about how hard it would be but I genuinely think it's a lot easier than people think as long as you are dedicated to the cause of it and don't fall into the trap of just staying around home I get the feeling you're selling yourself short and I said, the reason I say that <laughs> is because you know, uh, there, was, there was a song many years ago, there's 10,000 country singers in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there are maybe 10,000 yeah. country singers in Ireland, but not everybody is in the top 5%. Yeah. So, I, like, you know, for you to rise from the 10,000, be it whatever singers in Ireland, you're selling yourself short. Yeah. You I, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to sell myself no, short. No, I know, but, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, I do think that uh, there's such a wealth of talent at home. Yeah. If they just committed more because right. and, and the thing is you know people have jobs and mortgages and you know they've got you know uh, responsibilities um, but if you committed to it it's it's not it's not the world isn't as big as it seems if, if that's what you're looking but there is a lot of people that are just content with being where they're at you know. right well, when you say the world isn't as big yet you know, the ocean surrounds this island mm-hmm. and getting off that island is not an easy task because whether it be to go across to the UK and to England or whether it be to go to Europe or North America it's a big jump and it's a big yeah. pond that's I think probably the, the, the hard part yeah well you're giving up on all your your safeties you know you're giving yeah. up like you're literally jumping off your foundations onto someone else's that may not support you you know yeah it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a strange thing and it's not just musicians it's anybody that has to travel for work you know it's a very it's a very daunting thing it's a bit of a difference though with a musician and anyone else I spent many years travelling for work all over the US but I always had a home to go to and there was a salary going in the bank yeah. so I wasn't dependent like you would yeah. be in the same way yeah. you're putting yourself out there every time you stand on the stage Yeah. and given that you write your own stuff mm-hmm. do you, ever, you must feel raw at times yeah I, I mean I did the showcase last night and it was just me and a guitar in a hotel room to 20-30 people and highly critical people in a yeah, positive yeah, way in a positive way people that I'm showcasing my uh, work to yes uh, I mean it doesn't get any rawer than that you know it's, it's like hanging so. with, putting your baby out and yeah. say, is my baby pretty yeah <laughs> it's mental yeah but, uh, but that's the stuff that like I mean, if you don't feel alive in that kind of moment, or you don't feel raw, as you say, yeah. I mean, you're never going to find it. <laughs> so how was it last night? Yeah. I mean, to put it in perspective for anyone listening, it's me, a guitar, in a hotel room, which is, what, 20 by 30 foot, uh, yeah. with a bed in it, chairs in it, a TV in it, a few people, and you're singing... And, and trying to connect in this small space as raw as you like there's no microphone there's no amp uh, just wildly bizarre but wonderful because when do you ever do them gigs? <laughs> well did you ever do anything like that before? you know what I, I told this story last night I've done it once before but it wasn't in this it wasn't in a showcase it was 
It was a hotel room, and it, it was, was a different. It was a hotel room, and they, uh, <laughs> they, the whole hotel had done a refurbishment. Okay. And I would play in the hotel Friday evening or something like that. Yeah. And they asked me, would I come and sing in the room while all the, the you know, investors was coming around to see oh, the rooms? Okay. Okay. And I was just waiting for them to come in, and I got the nod, they're coming. Right. So I started playing, and they spent about four seconds in the room, give me a nod, and left, and I was just like, this is the most bizarre thing I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the, the criteria now was did they invest? But <laughs> yeah. Um, so oh, he, at this at Folklines International, you had your showcase last night, and you have another one. Come, or you're you're off and you're doing a tour. You're touring North America. Yeah. First time to tour over here. First headline tour, yeah. Yeah. And where are you covering? Uh, I know you're doing New York. Yeah. First show sell out New York in the Mercury Lounge, which is like historically. If you can sell out the Mercury Lounge, you're doing good in New York. Yeah. Uh, and then it's <coughs> then I go up to Boston for one show, down to Philly for two shows, then it's Nashville, Chicago, Denver, L.A., San Francisco, Portland, Seattle. And then that's that's the end it's of it. It's that way from County Down. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the pub scene. Yeah. <laughs> Although that's the thing, the Irish we're, we're everywhere. So like it's a long way away, but no doubt in my mind that every single show will be a county down man. <laughs> no, but I agree. But I was talking to someone earlier on, and they were sharing how you know you know and county down you can go uh, ten kilometres in any direction and you can get three gigs. And <laughs> but here you have to go ten thousand kilometres. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of ground to cover, but that's the thing. My my sort of my sights are set on a lot grander scale and 10 kilometers north, right. south, east and west. So after the North American tour, what's in the, in the pipeline? Um, after that then, I've, I'm recording my debut album and then I come back out to Austin, Texas for South by Southwest in March. Right. And then I go back home and finish the album and then May I start a headline tour of uh, UK and Ireland. Okay. And then it's into the summer, it's festivals and then we release the album September-ish. Right. And then it's World Tour, probably, for the next three months. Right. Um, when you told your mum and your dad, uh, mm-hmm. I know you said how supportive it was, but here you are with your, uh, be, you're, you're an engineer, you've got your degree, you've got uh, your ticket to a pension, <laughs> and you go home and say, I'm not bothering with this. How'd it go down? They, they've, they're so supportive. As parents, you know, they... They wouldn't care what I was doing. Right. As long as I commit to it, yeah. as long as I'm passionate about it, they, right. don't, they don't care. Right. Uh, my mum did say, because I was already four years into the degree when I got my first musical opportunity, and right. she did say, you're four years out of five in, can you just do one more year and just get it done? Yeah, yeah. But that was more out of commitment. You've committed to it. Can yes. you just finish it? Yes. Um, Richard, I'm sure you're happy and delighted that you did. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean... It, I think commitment in that sense, it, like as long as you're committed to whatever you're putting your energy into, right. I think that no matter what it is, you will succeed in it. So that leads me to think then that when you write the music that you write, what inspires you? What what are you? What are you reaching into you to convey out? I, it kind of changes, but I do feel like the ones that stick is all about emotion, whether it's joy or sorrow or it doesn't really matter what the emotion is but if it's hitting you hard enough you will really focus and that's where a lot of songs that stand and you know stand up they always start with a major uh, hold Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. you can't get rid of until you finish that song Mm -hmm. sometimes you try and write songs thinking about that feeling 
I mean, probably finish a couple. Mm-hmm. You, I don't think there's. You might get lucky, and one of them could just be. Mm-hmm. You got it right that day. The craft uh, over, overshone the emotion, but yeah, I find that anything with any sort of passion in it that, that I'm invested in always gets done and kind of stands up. So, are you disciplined then when it comes to writing? Because it would strike me if you're dealing with emotion, there would need to be a degree of flexibility. So, discipline in a way would not necessarily work. Yeah, it, it's a it's a it's a balance. There's a great analogy about it being. We all want to see a bear, but you don't get to see the bear by just turning up in front of the cave once or twice. You've got to stand outside the cave every day and wait for the bear to come. Right. And it's, it's the perfect way to describe it, the work. If you're working every day with the discipline, every now and again, the bear appears and you get, you know, you get a wee bit of luck. Um, but that being said, spontaneity is a big deal with music. You could just, something could hit you and you have then the discipline comes in to commit to finishing it right, no matter right. the circumstance you're in you know right. I don't think there's any right and wrong way but I do think discipline it helps you learn the craft right. for the moment that the bear comes out and you find the goal that you can craft the song to the end you mentioned your mum and dad have been tremendously supportive is the environment in the north of Ireland particularly from an artistic perspective supportive and helpful um because and, and I asked that in the light of cultural Ireland being there in, in the and in the south of Ireland and how they support yeah. the artists. Well, I think the weird thing is is because Northern Ireland's part of the UK. Yeah. Uh, this might sound a bit uh, abrupt, but sure, it's fine. Uh, a lot of people in the mainland don't want to travel to Northern Ireland to find the talent. You yeah. have to travel there for yeah. them, yeah. which is I think is really unfair. Right. I don't think they're especially they might have talent in Northern Ireland at the minute. Per square inch, it's yeah. the most talented place in the world. Yeah. Genuinely, I genuinely believe that, but nobody's willing to take the trip over to see it. Right. They're waiting for all the artists to find a way who have no money yes. to reach them. Instead, that they can't invest over to us. Right. Um, there is local government, you know, the, the, the arts councils and yes, stuff. That, that kind of stuff, yeah. Uh, that help. But nurturing help. Yeah, a little, a little. I think it could be more, but yeah. I'm sure every country would say the same. Yeah. Um, but the one thing that's guaranteed is the talent is it's there. If anybody just took it, just took a trip, they would see copious amounts of talent. Yeah. It always has been. Like they, there always has been a wealth mm. um, gone right back. Um, you know, and, and again, you throw out, be it. Um, like Van Morrison is, yeah. is the iconic when yeah. it comes up there and so many others that are like that yeah. but the wealth of music that has permeated out has been phenomenal yeah. I know you have a busy schedule and I do want to thank you for taking the time no, if, anyone wants to, if anyone wants to find you Facebook, websites what are the coordinates here? I think the easiest thing, if you, whatever you want to find out is just to google Ryan McMillan there's a website there yeah. but there's also ticket links underneath that there's you know Google's great for that kind of thing uh, but yeah Ryan McMullen YouTube anywhere like Spotify Apple Google <laughs> well Ryan thanks so much for taking the uh, time thank you very much thanks for chatting